The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save. And save and win. Now it's time to talk Braves, Falcons, and college football with a Deep South college football legend. It's the Buck Baloo Show, exclusively on The Fan. Here we go. Time for the Buck Baloo Show here on The Fan, 680 and 93.7. Streaming at 680thefan.com. You can actually click and watch. Hey, everybody. And get that fan mobile app. You can listen anywhere, anytime. It's driven by Beaver Toyota of coming. Beaver Direct, the fastest and easiest way to shop online for your next vehicle. Visit beavertoyotaofcoming.com. 10 o'clock hour on the fan is brought to you by the Howard Barron Law Group, your champions of personal injury law. You want to win? Go to championshiplaw.com. Oh, my goodness, we've got David Holloway in there, our engineer. Producer today is my daughter, Audrey, home from college at Mississippi State between semesters, and we are loving having her at home. Do we get her on the uh, streaming? Can the, uh, the watching audience actually see her where she's sitting? Looking very good today. Hey, want to give you the heads up, the final segment of the show. We're going to let you drive the content. It's brought to you by Infinity of Gwinnett. You get to decide what we talk about, and uh, we'll check that. You can uh, give us a call at 404-231-1680, the number presented by Infinity of Gwinnett. Empower the talk. Empower the drive. Hopefully your day's going well. We appreciate you hanging out with me Monday through Friday, 10 to 11. Let's get to the big take. Bucks. Big. Take. All right, today is the day where we're supposed to all trash Marcus Mariota. Go ahead and say it. He quit. He left. He walked out. But I think it's important for me to remind you, this is 2022. What about his mental health? His emotional, psychological, and social well-being. Isn't that supposed to be a priority these days? Remember, this is a very stressful time in Marcus's life. The organization has quit on him. His partner just delivered their first baby. And most people can't even pronounce his name correctly. They continue to call him Mariota. I say again, what about his mental health? The Falcons are 5-8, and eight, and they're blaming it all on him. Did anyone else get benched? Let me answer that for you. No. Nobody. It was all his fault. What about his mental health? We're hearing a lot about these days. I, I recall uh, the uh, Ridley situation a year ago. People were taking it easy on him. You're trashing Mariota right now. My goodness. 404-231-1680, the number. We got a lot going on. Uh, Holloway, let's see what's popping out there. Let's find out what's popping. 
One week from today is National Signing Day, number one, the early period where most of the four- and five-star players are going to be signing. One week from today, we'll be all over it here at 680 The Fan. Right now, these coaches are making in-home visits this week. And some of the schools with big recruiting weekends this weekend. And what happens in these in-home visits? Well, the coach comes in, he puts on his best face and his best suit, and he uh, impresses mom and dad and makes a ton of promises about what they're going to do for their son. And then they leave and go make the same promises to the next guy. Alabama right now, rated number one, their 2023 recruiting class. They've got 11 players in the top 100. Georgia number two, as we sit here today, they've got eight top 100 rated players, six of those on defense. Notre Dame, Texas, Ohio State, all rounding out the top five as we sit here a week out. You heard about ESPN College Game Day. They're going to be in Atlanta prior to the national semifinal with Georgia and Ohio State doing the game day show from 9 to 12. Did you see where this is the most viewers they've ever had this season, averaging 2 million viewers this football season? We're also anticipating an epic high school football announcement expected to come down sometime early in the afternoon tomorrow. And the word on Peachtree is the 2023 state final football games are going to move to Mercedes-Benz Stadium. That is awesome. Awesome news if that turns out to be the case coming up tomorrow. And we'll be all over that news. Falcons' Desmond Ritter getting his first start on Sunday down in New Orleans. This is week number 15 in the National Football League. We're going to run through it with more coming up in a few moments. Saints are four-point favorites down in New Orleans. A kickoff Sunday at 1 o'clock. Falcons hoping Ritter can solve all of their problems. I'm not really expecting to see that happen. By the way, big news out of the Chick-fil-A Peach Bowl. Ohio State running back Travion Henderson will not play against Georgia. He's got a foot injury. His season has come to an end. And then final, uh, finally, the World Cup final will feature Argentina and the world's best player in Lionel Messi. Argentina, their first final since 2014, uh, maybe. Uh, could have been longer. They'll face France or Morocco, who play today at 2 o'clock. And that's what's popping out there today as we get the show started. Got Chris Mortensen coming up here in just a moment. A lot of college football we're going to hit. You can count on me on this show. We're going to give you college football every day of the week. We'll uh, hit on that big baseball contract that was signed a little later in the show, too, as the Giants, they must have lost their mind, giving Carlos Correa $350 million to be their shortstop. So a lot to come. Glad you're with me. Hang out. We're going to have some fun today. Hit it all. It's the Buck Palooza Show here on The Fan 680 and 93.7.
The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save and save and win. A lifetime of hard work, children laughing in the kitchen, family photos on a restaurant wall, a legacy that lives on. It all comes from the power of a conversation, like the one Tommy Hall had with First Horizon Bank about taking over his father's Charleston-based restaurant business. Now the table is set for a whole new generation. First Horizon Bank. Let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash Tommy. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. Chris Mortensen will be with us here in just a moment. And want to tell you about 680 The Fan and Hooters are blowing it out for the epic semifinal playoff game here in Atlanta with one of your only chances to win tickets to the big game. You want tickets? Yes. Join the fan at Hooters on Douglasville Highway on Wednesday the 21st for a huge playoff party. Got Cellini and Domino, Chuck and Chernoff. We're going to broadcast live. Hoyt's going to be there calling the dogs. Got some uh, memorabilia. More than sports is going to be handing that out. So put that on your planner December the 21st and join us at Hooters in Douglasville as we get ready and uh, get you into that semifinal game. You got to be 18 or older and present to enter and win. Sounds like fun. We'll see you down at Douglasville. Uh, well, those guys will see you down at Douglasville. And 680 The Fans 2022 college football playoff and national semifinal coverage is uh, brought to you by George's Own Credit Union, attorney Ken Nugent. So we got Rick Hendrick, Chevrolet, and Duluth. Tired discounters, home of the free alignment. And Invesco QQQ, is that how we say that? Yeah. QQQ. Yeah, we appreciate them very much. So we're waiting on Mort to call. Is that what we're doing? So, uh, in other words, stretch, huh? Sing and dance. <clears throat> so, Lear, cue up the music, man. What was that, Buck? Well, I need to sing and dance as we wait on Mort to call. Anything particular? Uh, let's bounce around the college football scene. Tuscaloosa, Alabama, and Nick Saban, they are quietly searching for a new offensive coordinator. Apparently, Bill O'Brien's out. He's going to be moving on. I think Saban's probably working him uh, too long. His workday's too long. O'Brien's looking to move on out. And I think Alabama and their fans are hoping that this will be sooner than later. So who, who could step in for Bill O'Brien over at Alabama? Could it be Dan Mullen? Hey, he's available. 
isn't he? I mean, he's a man without a job right now. He's flexible. Brian Johnson is an up-and-comer. He's the Eagles quarterback coach, 35 years young, ex-Utah quarterback. Remember, he beat Alabama or helped beat Alabama in the Sugar Bowl way back when, when Saban first took over that Alabama job. Keep an eye on that name, Brian Johnson. Or could they promote Joe Cox, the Alabama tight end coach, former Georgia quarterback? It's a big story that so far has been kept pretty quiet. You're wondering, uh, you know, Coach Leach passing way out at Mississippi State, and we're all hit pretty hard by that. Really a feel-good story, I believe, is the players for Mississippi State want to honor Coach Leach by playing in the bowl game. Defensive coordinator Zach Arnett be the interim head coach for that bowl game. I think that's a really good move by the players to vote. They want to play in honor of Coach Leach. Over at Auburn, Tank Bigsby has said bye-bye. He's exited the Auburn football program. He's going to get ready for the NFL right now. And if you follow Tank on social media, I found this very interesting, revealing. He thanked everyone, with the exception of Brian Harson, the coach. What does that tell you? Ian Harson. I think Harson promised him the world and did not deliver. And uh, Grayson McCall, we spoke about him a little bit yesterday. Apparently, he is the Florida Gators' number one target as far as the transfer portal goes. Auburn is interested. Florida's interested. Apparently, Notre Dame is interested. Grayson McCall, a wanted man right now. It is good to be wanted. And what do you think about Navy? Firing their head coach as soon as that loss to Army, the final second ticked off the clock. The athletic director met the head coach there in the locker room and said, you're gone. Clean out the locker. Third straight losing season. Lost Army two of the last three years. By the way, he's the winningest head coach in Navy history. And he got shown the door. Read something uh, in preparation for the uh, college football playoffs and uh, reading about Michigan, the Wolverines, and ran across this one column. uh, Ten reasons why Michigan wins the natty. Reason number one was uh, quarterback J.J. McCarthy. Man, they believe in him. Believe he's given them a way better chance of beating teams like uh, Georgia if they knock heads with them in the final. Uh, Donovan Edwards, their running back, so explosive. He showed that off in his last two games. And how about this one? They know what it takes to beat uh, Georgia and Ohio State. The players, a lot of the players after Georgia beat them in the Orange Bowl a year ago, stayed and watched the Bulldogs' celebration on the field. Well, they went back to their locker room uh, observing, I guess, a little bit of a motivation watching the opponent celebrate. And, of course, they know how to beat Ohio State since they've already done that this year. 
They're planning on taking down TCU. Knowing what the challenge uh, with Georgia is all about, and they know how to beat Ohio State. And there's some of the college football news out there. It's time to get to Mort now. Let's get to Mort. The best NFL insider in the business is only on the fan. This is ESPN's NFL insider, Chris Mortensen. ESPN's Chris Mortensen, our truest on-up NFL insider, joins us on the Hobson and Hobson Newsmaker Line. Mort, great to have you on every week. Can you give us any inside info on what's going on with Mariota and the Falcons? Well, uh, first of all, I do want to get to Mike Leach real quick. Absolutely. I, I don't think in my lifetime of covering the NFL, have I ever seen uh, a coach such as Mike Leach, who was never an NFL coach, be mourned by the community of, of, the, uh, of pro football, college football, and I'm, I'm imagine high school football because the air raid, but what uh, Mike did, uh, you know, at, at Texas Tech especially changed the, the the entire landscape of the way Texas football was played, which was the old way. And then next thing you know, 75 percent of the schools in in Texas are running the air raid. And and, and I'm not even talking about Mike's incredible personality. We really spent yesterday so many NFL people. Just, just uh, shocked and sad, and and sharing uh, great stories. I mean, yesterday was a, uh, you know, it was one of those type of days, and, uh, and so I just, I, I just want to acknowledge it because it, I, I really think it was. Uh, I can't imagine there being a reaction quite like uh, there was across all sections of the football community uh, as there was for the the loss of Mike Leach. Yeah, and his uh, concepts, he and Hal Mummy, a lot of these concepts are being used in the National Football League right now. Yeah, they they have. I mean, and, and so, you know, listen, even some of the old run and shoot, you know, with J- Miles Davis and June Jones, all, some of the choice routes. But I I talked to Hal yesterday. Uh, I, I do know Hal. And, and, and Hal used that great classic line that uh, you, you'll probably see if you see Hal Mummy quoted anywhere about Mike, uh, which is basically... You know, they had fun. They had no fear. And, and he said that the great thing about Mike, he was wired like me, but he really, really underscored the idea that he was operating without a net. In other words, he was he, he didn't need a safety net. He wasn't afraid to try something crazy and, and uh, unconventional in those days and, and uh, could live with the results. And the results ended up being pretty good. You know what I loved about him more? He was approachable. He he treated everybody the way you want to be treated. A lot of these coaches, I don't know if it's ego or they're just not people person or they feel like they're too busy <clears throat> to have a conversation with people. Leach was was A plus when it came to this. Yeah, no, it's he was. He was great. And uh and I know that that was the case whenever I had a chance. In fact, yesterday I spent some of my time regretting not being able to have more of those type of conversations with Mike, but uh, you know we do have a handwritten uh, recruiting card from Texas Tech in our house uh, to our son Alex, who uh, Mike was recruiting, and, and a handwritten note just saying, "I think he'd really be a, a good fit for our offense." And so you know, Mike was—I uh, don't know—very, it, it, very sad. But and you're right, very approachable, and he would have a conversation with anybody. It didn't matter whether you had some notoriety and the sports world or anything, it was, uh, 
you know, we heard stories from even the bus drivers from Washington State yesterday about Mike. Yeah, we're going to miss him. Uh, there's no doubt about that. We won't forget about him, that's for sure. And more today in Atlanta, I guess it's trash. Marcus Mariota Day. Everybody's, most everyone is killing him, saying he quit on this team. Well, I mean, I, I'll be honest with you. I, I, I was cut off guard a little bit by the idea that, okay, he left the team Friday. I mean, listen, he wasn't performing at a high level I mean, or even at an average level. But uh, I, there's more I need to know. I mean, I, I, I know that he's had a, a, a chronic knee thing going on, and Arthur Smith said, but that's been all year. This, and he wanted to go get a second opinion on it. Uh, know that he just recently became a new father. Uh, I mean, uh, he and his wife welcomed the daughter. And, and yes, I, I don't know. We haven't heard from Marcus. I, I wish we did. But he's on injured reserve, so it doesn't matter for four weeks. He can't play, and Desmond Ritter gets his chance uh, down the stretch. The timing was right based off the way Marcus was playing. And uh, But, I mean, I think it's – I mean, first of all, the people that are, are saying that about Marcus are the same people that were screaming for Marcus to be benched, right? It's yeah, like, and yeah. look, uh, the next thing we're going to hear is in a couple of weeks, we're going to hear how the Falcons need to draft a quarterback in the first round of the upcoming draft. So I'm, I'm ready to shift gears at that already, point in time. Already, yeah, that's already is probably started before he takes his first snap. So, no, listen, we'll look forward to seeing Desmond Ritter play. And in the meantime, uh, you know, Mariota is, is not going to be part of it. And, and they have four games left. I mean, that's the one thing about this, this season. We've got, we've got four games left in the season to see whether it's about going into what's going to happen next offseason and even to see who's going to, who's going to win the NFC South right now. Is it going to be the Carolina Panthers? Well, shouldn't we just eliminate the, the whole division and then bring on another team? Uh, you can have that discussion with the, end of the playoffs. in New York. Yeah. Yeah. So – more one thing I've never really understood: a lot of these NFL organizations they present themselves as being, uh, you know, the smartest people in the world, and yet they go with like a backup quarterback that has a different skill set than the starting quarterback. Like say the Cardinals, you got Kyler Murray now out for the season, and I've got respect for the backup, but. Uh, why, why don't you see organizations doing more of this, where you've got a backup quarterback that fits what you're doing offensively? Yeah, listen, I, I've heard answers to that because I've asked the question, uh, and some some of the answers are very good answers. Like, well, where are you going to find another Kyler Murray? And uh, you know, well, over in Athens right now. Over in Athens, there you go. So, but what? what uh, but the one organization that does are the Baltimore Ravens. Every quarterback they, they have, you know, may not be Lamar Jackson, but he has a similar skill set, uh, you know, and allows them to run their offense with, with all the same plays for the most part. You know, the the uh, off-schedule plays are different, but, uh, I mean, it's, it, but the basic answer I've gotten is that, hey, there's, it's, it's hard to find guys. Uh, all you want is to be able to... Uh, to operate at an efficient level because if your backup quarterback is playing, we're uh, filling the blanks. Although, that, you know, the 49ers aren't saying that with a third-string quarterback, Brock Purdy. Right. 
Mort, if I had an NFL Coach of the Year vote, I, I think I'd go with Dan Campbell. Is he really living in a trailer? Dan's, I'm surprised Dan's even it, it isn't living in a pup tent. Well, there's no pup tent that would fit him. <laughs> living in his uh, office. They, listen, they, uh, the Lions, you know, they've been building their offensive line. Uh, you know, all of a sudden you see they have skilled receivers. Uh, they got this offensive coordinator, Ben Johnson, that Dan, you know, decided to go ahead and let call plays. And, and, uh, and Dan's great. I mean, I will say this. I'm not saying Dan's ADD, but if there's a candidate, he, he just told a story on himself about being caught up in, in the Lions fans doing the wave during a very critical moment of their win over the Vikings when they ran that, you know, put the name Sewell uh, declared as an eligible receiver in motion on fourth down and, uh, and uh, was a third down and, and caught that pass. And he said, I'm watching them. I'm watching them, our fans do the wave. And the next thing I know, I'm saying, hey, well, what the, what the blank are we doing? Uh, <laughs> but Dan's a beaut. I'm telling you what, I believe in them. I, I, I know this much uh, in terms of their identity and they're from Detroit I, and their fan base is underrated. I know their fan base when they use even any elements of success, they're going to be there. And I think the Lions are going to be there going forward beyond this year. Isn't the Eagles coach uh, Sirianni is going to be the coach of the year? I wouldn't have an argument with you. I mean, listen, I know this much. Uh, when the Colts lost them uh, to the Eagles, they felt that it was going to be a blow. And we're seeing now it was. And Nick Sirianni brings a uh, brings an element of toughness there. Listen, their coaches have just out when the line coach has been there through three coaches. Uh, they're physical. They've built a great roster. And Nick Sirianni has got an edge to him. And, I, yes, I, I don't think there's any reason. Right now, people say, well, the NFC is not as deep and tough as the AFC. I just know this much. If the Super Bowl was tomorrow, I'd have no problem saying, I'm betting on the Eagles to win that game. Kincaid would be thrilled with you. Any chance Saturday holds on to that job in Indy? Well, I think there's a chance. I mean, uh, but, uh, you know, they're going to go through a process. And, you know, I, I you know, Chris Ballard, the GM, is going to be involved in that process. And, I, you know, I, I, let's see how they feel. they got four games left. So there is a chance. More great stuff as always. We'll talk to you next week. All right. You got it, Buck. Take care. Chris Mortensen. Our truest on-up NFL insider joined us on the Hobson and Hobson Newsmaker line. Let's get to a college football nugget. I'm tasty. It's time for the college football nugget. Presented by your locally owned and operated Ace Hardware. Find your neighborhood store at acehardware.com. All right, we got the Gators teeing it up. Bowl games getting underway Friday. And then a handful on Saturday. Gators teeing it up in Vegas against Oregon State Saturday at 2.30. Beavers a 10-point favorite in the game because over 20 players have left the Gator program and will not play in the bowl game. Who's going to be their quarterback? And Anthony Richardson has exited. He's going to enter the NFL draft. He should have come back. Got the backup quarterback heading to jail. So they're going to go with third-team quarterback Jack Miller III, making his debut, his college debut, a four-star quarterback out of Arizona. 
set all kind of state records out there. He was stuck behind C.J. Stroud at Ohio State, spent one year in Columbus, transferred down to Florida, broke his thumb, week two of training camp this year. He's still recovering. I guess there's a chance he does not start against Oregon State. If he can't go, they'll go with a sophomore walk-on, Kyle Engel. And Billy Napier, right now, as I mentioned at the top of the show, you got the transfer portal that's heating up. That National Signing Day 1 coming up a week from today. And Napier's just trying to find him a quarterback moving forward. And he's putting the hard sell on Grayson McCall, Coastal Carolina. Recruiting against Hugh Freeze and Auburn. Look out for that, Coach. That's going to be tough. And Notre Dame, apparently. And the Gators also set to sign five-star quarterback DJ Lagway from Willis, Texas. Pull his highlight reel up. You're going to see a guy that looks something like Cam Newton and Lamar Jackson. Sort of a combination of those two guys. So the Gators trying to get their quarterback situation figured out. Before we tee it up in 2023. And I don't think I'll be taking the Gators with my pick of the week out of the college this week. With all those new players. They're playing in the SRS Distribution Bowl. Probably should just be staying home at 6-6. Six and six. There's your college football nugget. Do you like the Nuggets? I know you love the roundtable. So we'll go ahead and hit that right now. The fan is proud to be the official sports talk station of the dogs. And it's time for Bulldog Roundtable with Buck Baloo. 25-20, far sideline, 15, 10, 5, get in there, touchdown! Bulldog Roundtable is proudly presented by Georgia's own credit union, Haug Law Group, T-Mobile, and by attorney Ken Nugent. And that's going to be the ball game. Georgia will win this ball game. Only on the fan, 680 and 93.7 FM. 27 days. Georgia's defensive staff will have 27 days to study the opponent, formulate a game plan, and teach the plan. 27 days. I don't know about you, but I think that should be plenty of time to get the secondary coached up and prepared to take on C.J. Stroud, Marvin Harrison Jr., and the Buckeyes passing attack. And the guest here says you're going to see the Georgia Bulldogs on defense New Year's Eve. That secondary is going to be featuring a lot of combination zone coverage, which basically translates into bracketing the Buckeyes' big play receiver, Marvin Harrison Jr. So you're going to bracket him inside and out, up and over the top. Now, as far as getting pressure on C.J. Stroud goes, Stroud this season has been sacked eight times in 355 attempts. Allow me to do the math for you. He sacked every 44 attempts, which is absolutely amazing. Pressuring Stroud won't be easy. Ball gets out quick, pretty elusive in the pocket. 
But it, pressuring Stroud is necessary if you want to win in advance. Will the best defensive staff in college football blitz Stroud? You hadn't seen George on defense do a lot of blitzing, playing zero coverage this season. Very little of that. So if you're not going to do that, that puts, well, if you, if you are going to blitz him, that's going to put Ringo, Lassiter, and Bullard on an island. And that could mean T-R-O-U-B-L-E. Trouble. I don't think you'll see Georgia doing a lot of that. That is pretty impressive. They've thrown it 355 times. He's only been sacked eight times. And they're going to throw it 50 times in this game. Uh, their running back situation is in dire straits. With Travion Henderson, their go-to guy, is not going to play. Myron Williams, one of the backups, he's had some problems. I mean, they, things have gotten so bad. Ohio State has moved a linebacker over to running back to pick up some of the slack, some of the workload. So with uh, Coach Day saying that they're going to have to score 40 points to win the game and their running game in shambles, look for the Buckeyes to have a plan where they're going to throw it 50 times in the game. So 27 days to study the opponent, formulate a plan, and teach the plan. That should be plenty of time for Ringo, Lassiter, Bullard, Starks, and All-American Chris Smith to come up and uh, be able to cover these Ohio State receivers. And there's your Bulldog Roundtable today. Coming up, we'll have a little Falcons talk. You know, there's some people in the media already looking past Desmond Ritter at the next Falcons quarterback. We'll talk about it next. It's the Buck Baloo Show here on The Fan, 680 and 93.7. The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save, and save and win. Tonight in Arkansas, there's a mother tucking in her daughter and turning off the light. A business owner is burning the midnight oil. An at-home dinner date is plating up possibility. And it's all happening under one roof. How? The power of a conversation. Like the one John from Integrity Solutions had with First Horizon Bank about his vision for a sustainable mixed-use building. Now it's not just words, it's life. First Horizon Bank. Let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com john. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. You a Merry Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. We wish you a Merry Christmas. Show on the fans, 680 and 93.7, 404-231-1680, the number. Gonna let Infinity of Gwinnett drive the content in this segment of the show. And apparently they want us to talk a... Uh, a little more NFL football as far as the Falcons go. Hang on, callers. We're going to get you in a sec. Let's talk Falcons. And I saw where the uh, fa- where the Falcons, you know, a lot of talk about the quarterback and Mariota and him quitting on the team as we're hearing, and then Ritter taking over, getting his first start. 
And Todd McShay came out with his first mock draft yesterday, and he's got the Falcons selecting Kentucky quarterback Will Levis with their first-round pick. I believe in that guy. Falcons right now, I believe at this very moment, would be slotted at number nine in the first round. McShay had him at number six, taking Levis, the Kentucky quarterback, in that first uh, with that first-round pick. But I'm telling you, I'm holding out hope. If the Falcons could just lose three of their next four games, if they could make that happen, then we're looking at a top-five pick. We're in the playoff hunt, Buck. We're looking at a top-five pick. Now, look, Bryce Young and C.J. Stroud, that – Probably we're not going to be able to fall to the depths where we would be able to take one of the top two quarterbacks in the upcoming draft. Those guys are probably going to go one and two, one and three, one and four, or something along those lines with uh, Houston, the Texans, needing a quarterback. You got some defenders in there, Will Anderson Jr., Miles Murphy. Jalen Carter is another one to keep an eye on that look like right now at least will go in the top five. So uh, chances of the Falcons being able to get either Bryce Young or C.J. Stroud would probably be a reach at this point in time. But McShay is already on board, baby. He's saying our Falcons are going to look for another quarterback with that first-round pick and take Kentucky quarterback Will Levis. Hey, let's take a couple of phone calls while we got a chance here. Uh, Steve joins us on the fan. Steve, welcome to the Buck Blue Show. Thanks, Buck. I uh, just wanted to give you a call. Uh, as a Tech fan, I'm really excited about uh, Buster Faulkner going over uh, to the Flats. And I'll tell you why. He's getting a lot of publicity right now from Georgia players and Georgia fans. They're saying he had a little bit more of a, you know, a hand in the offense and that had a huge development with uh, Stetson Bennett. Uh, I'm really excited, and I think Kirby, you know, kind of leaned that way when he talked to Brent Kiefer about, you know, a 30 good minutes before the game against Tech, and I just want to get your take on it and see what your thoughts were. Well, yeah, and I spoke about it yesterday. Look, there's been some talk. Uh, sources were telling me that if Todd Monken left and took an NFL job or a head coaching job at the college level, that boss, uh, Buster Faulkner would have been promoted to the offensive coordinator's job is what I was hearing. So Kirby Smart, very high on what he's done so far as an analyst, and he's a guy looking to take the next step and was able to get it. Uh, by moving on over to Georgia Tech to take over their offense. I think it's a really good hire by the Yellow Jackets and their new coach. Lee joins us on the fan, Buck Belushi Show. Hello, Lee. Yes, sir. My question is about NCAA football playoff. They have announced that they're going to start a 12-team playoff in 2024. Right. You don't like uh, it? How come they don't start it? This next year coming up, 2023, what is the hold up? Why not right away next year, 12-team playoff? Why are they waiting a year? Well, their contract's in place. They've got to get – it's like the Rose Bowls hold, holding up things there until they finally got on board with a deadline. So, you know, you got a lot of contracts involved, things of that nature that they've got to get worked out. Chad joins us on 680, the Buck Belushi Show. Hello, Chad. Hey, good morning, Buck. Chad, what's going on in Hawaii, man? <laughs> yeah, it's going, it's going. Um, Isn't there the volcano the blowing up over there? No, no. The uh, both volcanoes stopped uh, erupting. And so um, 
uh, we're very relieved about, especially about Mana Loa uh, stopping, uh, stopping erupting. But I just wanted to, to thank you for your support of Marcus Mariota, and, but most of all, to being fair to him. Um, I yeah, he's, it all. he's getting killed right now, Chad. Yeah, but uh, it is what it is. It, it is what it is. Um, I'm a Falcons fan. I really hope that Desmond Raider works out. But uh, like you said, once again, thanks for your support of Marcus and just for being fair and not bashing him, especially when he's down. But thanks, thanks, buddy. Hey, we appreciate you listening, Chad. You're the best. Listening over in Hawaii. That is awesome. Hey, uh, tune in to the Business of Sports segment each week on The Fan. That's presented by our great friends at Southern Company. If it's impacting business in Atlanta and the local sports scene, we've got it covered. It's a business of sports presented by Southern Company, building the future of energy in all the communities they serve. Nick and Chris have that Business of Sports segment on their show. Mm -hmm. You can check it out there. And that brings us to the final word. As we wrap up this Wednesday on the Buck Baloo Show. And I'm just blown away with San Francisco Giants. They must be brain dead out in San Francisco. Carlos Correa, they have signed him to a 13-year, $350 million contract. He's going to be like 42 years old when the contract comes to an end. Totally insane, man. So Correa gets 13 and 350. Trey Turner got 11 and 300. Bogart's got 11 and 280. What about Dansby Swanson? He's got nothing so far. Reports circulating that the Braves offer was a lowly, I never thought I'd say this, a lowly six year. $102 million offer, which he did not accept. So the Giants are investing $350 million into a shortstop that is not a leader. He can play a little long ball, but what's he doing other than that? Are the Giants ever going to win anything? Not with the lineup I'm looking at. It's incredible. Dansby holding out hope. You can find a way to re-up with the Braves without taking a six and $102 million offer. Best of luck out there. He's on his honeymoon. He's not listening. All right, that's going to do it for the Buck Baloo Show today. We'll be back tomorrow, 10 o'clock sharp. Hope you'll join me here on The Fan. Have a great day, everybody. Appreciate it. Thank you, guys. The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save, and save and win. Spring is here and baseball is back. You can't forget the Derby. I love the hats. Do you have yours yet? My hat? 
treated myself to a whole outfit. If you want to be able to treat yourself, then you should check out the Nest Savings Account at LGE Community Credit Union, where they want you to reach your savings goals faster. Take it from a pair of 680 The Fan wives. Head to lgeccu.org to find out what makes their team number one in Georgia. Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com.